The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Take your leadership to the next level. It's time for the Foundational Missions Leadership Moment with Scott McClelland of FX Missions. Hi, Scott here. Thanks for jumping in on the Leadership Moment. Hey, we're taking a break this week from our encore performance of Snares of Young Leadership. Uh, to be joined by Dr. Scott Stripling, who is a Christian and an archaeologist, uh, provost of a Christian university, and a lot of other things. He's got some great and very direct advice for us on getting things done from a leadership perspective. Uh, so we really appreciate Dr. Scott jumping in with us on the Leadership Moment. Check him out here. And also stick around to the end. He's got some contact information there where you can find out more about him and also this biggest archaeological endeavor that's currently going on in Israel. Thanks a lot. We have a privilege today to have with us a friend of a friend whose uh, name is Scott Stripling. Scott Stripling, am I saying that right, Scott? You, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time. There was an oops there. Uh, Scott, I should get this because it's so close to my own name, especially the first one. Scott Stripling. Scott, you're a doctor. Uh, you hail from Texas, but you're all over the world from what I understand. Uh, would you take a second, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about what you're up to, your maybe your background and, uh, and, uh, and your mission or what you're working on? Sure. Well, thanks for having me on the podcast today, Scott. It's a pleasure to be with you. Um, I hail from Houston, Texas. I live in the southwest Houston area. I serve as the provost at a seminary here called the Bible Seminary. And needless to say, we're focused on the Bible. I am by training an archaeologist. I am the director of the largest excavation in Israel currently at Shiloh. And I just returned two weeks ago from the dig there. And this is on behalf of the Associates for Biblical Research. I'm uh, privileged to be the director of excavations. Um, I also pastored for 20 years and have been involved in uh, many missions projects. I'm fluent in Spanish and somewhat fluent in other languages, but uh, English and Spanish are my two dominant languages. So that's me in a nutshell. Wow. Well, that was, uh, you got a lot into a nutshell there. Thank you for, uh, for that. That was, uh, uh, I, I would love to talk to you in Spanish right now, but uh, my Spanish isn't fluent. I'm taking forever to learn, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. So, yeah, thanks for joining us. Archaeology. Okay, I, I, uh, you guys currently have a dig in Israel. You said it's the largest one. 
uh, there. What can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. And for those who want all the details, they can go to the dig site at uh, digshiloh.org. Uh, Shiloh okay. is 20 miles north of Jerusalem. It was the capital of Israelite life for about 350 years. When they first arrived, Joshua 18.1 says that the tabernacle was set up at Shiloh, and from there the tribal allotments were given. So this was the cultic center of Israel for hundreds of years before Jerusalem. And that's what we're excavating. Very cool. Yeah, the tabernacle at Shiloh. Yes. Well, it's a fascinating topic because if you think about John 1.14, the word, speaking of Jesus, became flesh and tabernacled among us. And so as we understand what the tabernacle actually is, we understand who Jesus was and what his mission was. Wow. Wow. I can imagine there are layers. <laughs> oh yes, but, <laughs> but uh, it's it's fascinating to have you on the podcast, and we really appreciate you taking time uh, to be here. This this podcast, uh, as you know, is is focused on the subject of leadership. Uh, obviously, leadership's about taking action, about uh, searching for and pursuing outcomes relative to our investment, to our input, to our labor. Can you tell us if there's something that comes to mind for you when it comes to leadership about a time when your perspective on leadership might have changed, it might have been expanded, or uh, you got something added to you in the, in, the, in the area of leadership that was remarkable to you or maybe unexpected? Well, uh, a lot of this stuff for me, it's not necessarily one gotcha moment, or as we would say in Spanish, one ito moment, but it, it was a, a gradual process of developing the, the work ethic and the principles that guide me. But uh, I would say that when I became the director of excavation several years ago, that that sort of what seemed on the task to be uh, on the surface to be an overwhelming task really caused my leadership focus to become even sharper. And uh, the one thing I'm often asked you, what is, what is the one hint that you would give on leadership from your perspective? And it's about procrastination. Mm. I, I believe that procrastination zaps productivity from many leaders because they, they have heavy responsibilities and there's the temptation to move things into tomorrow, which of course Jesus warned us not to do that. And so I made up my mind years ago that whatever comes across my desk today gets done today. It gets processed today. Tomorrow is going to have its own challenges. Why bring in today's issues? And even if it's unpleasant, uh, deal with it today. Uh, whatever it is, it gets dealt with today, or at least the process gets started to deal with it, do as much as I can. And that may mean that I have a very long day, but at least I have the creativity the next day when I awaken where I don't have that zapping my energy and my creativity for that coming day. You know, I have observed, uh, maybe not with the same level of clarity that you described it, the ability for, you know, procrastination to catch us, which obviously if we uh, procrastinate on an ongoing basis, we're not only dealing with today, yesterday, the day before, but, you know, you know uh, like a, a backlog inventory of things that we have uh, said, I'll get to that later or whatever. I would imagine that anyone that is expected to be highly productive or to get results, this would be especially key for that person. Is there a practical tool or tip relative to procrastination? As an example, when, when, when you 
look at the mail? Do you try to deal with that before you it either goes uh, done or in the trash can? How how what can you tell us about that? How how would you attack that uh, from a a practical standpoint? Well, I I do prioritize, but if I know that everything that I encounter today is going to get processed today, <clears throat> there's not so much of a burden for me to create an ABC type of system of high, medium, and low mm. priorities because I'm going to deal with it all. Okay. I'm going to return all phone yeah. calls. I'm going to return all emails. I'm going to, the mail is going to get processed. The bills are going to get paid. Everything that's go, going to need to happen is going to happen. So that's, that's sort of my system. As it comes to me, I do it at that moment. And, or if I can't, you know, there's some interruption or something important. Well, then it's just going to happen later in the day as far as that goes. Wow, that, that's fascinating. And I, I would imagine that it might be a little bit, let's say someone's someone's uh, hearing this kind of idea for the first time and they say, you know what, I'm going to do that. It might take a process to get to the point where you've got that tuned or honed in in your personal life. But once you do, the simplicity that's introduced by this kind of an approach is uh, I could see <laughs> I could see it being uh, like you say, you don't need to have, uh, you know, everything in the A and then the B and the C and the D and then all those numbers underneath if you attack and uh, and resolve those things immediately. Well, that's right. So you've got prescriptions that need to be picked up at, at the pharmacy, but you got a super busy day. Well, you just do it anyway. You 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 get home a little later. Uh, you multitask. Uh, you you make it happen. And I think the reason this is important, Scott, is because when when leaders can eliminate procrastination, they increase their leadership capacity. When when we procrastinate, we frustrate those who are following us, and it discourages new people from fully buying into our vision. So it limits our leadership capacity well that makes sense but I, I never heard the that uh, directive and association on the subjects very 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 cool Scott I'd love to get you on a, a podcast again maybe another session of the leadership moment because I'm sure there are other keys in your drawer there uh, that you could offer to us or perhaps uh, a from the forefront session which is a longer form podcast that we've recently launched we might could dig into more of your ideas we we will reach out to you about that absolutely as we're concluding here thank you very much for being here again thanks for those keys and very powerful clarity that you're offering us. Is there some way for someone that might be listening now would want to get in touch with you or find out more about your doing? Uh, you gave us the address for the dig. Is there another way to contact or see what you guys are doing? Absolutely. Um, digshylight.org for the dig. My personal website is scottstripling.net. People can contact me through that. My schedule's on there if they're wanting to reach out to me. And uh, the, the seminary website is thebibleseminary.org. If anyone's interested in dynamic graduate level education, they can contact me through that website. Excellent, excellent. And uh, Stripling is S-T-R-I-P-L-I-N-G. So it's Scott Stripling. Did you say .org? Uh, .net for my personal site. Okay, ScottStripling.net. Very good. Well, thank you again, Scott, for being with us and, and look forward to catching up with you again soon. Blessings to you and to your efforts. And thanks so much for those leadership keys. Thank you, Scott. Shalom. Shalom. I'm Scott McClellan with your FX Missions Leadership Podcast. Contact me or us at fxmissions.com. And until next time, have a good one. This Leadership Moment was produced in partnership with Engaging Missions. Have your leadership question answered by contacting Scott at scott at fxmissions.com. 
Visit FX Missions to learn more about how you can grow your leadership and engage in missions. Visit engagingmissions.com for encouragement, insight, and resources from missionaries, ministry leaders, and church planters.